I was in the theater yesterday, mm. and I saw that they're going to do a 40th anniversary of Dune. Dude. It would be a good uh, experience, right, to go watch it as prosperity. No, not prosperity. This, uh, what's the word? Fascination. Fascination. Morbid fascination. <laughs> Morbid. Wait, is it going to be the f- original, like, bad one? Yeah, the the yeah, dude, it's, it's 40 years, 40 year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> right, it hasn't been 40 years since the first one. <laughs> Welcome to Pop Salsa. I'm your host, Joel. I'm Ernesto. So today we're going to talk Reacher. Reacher. On Amazon Prime. And I got I gotta be honest with you, dude. Like I've seen did you see see the Tom Tom Cruise movies that came out a few years ago? No, I I didn't, but this show made me want to watch the Tom Cruise oh. movies. It's probably not a one-to-one, to be honest, because Tom Cruise is like what, five feet? And he and Reacher's like six seven or something <laughs> out of a mythology book yeah like that was the whole thing with um with the tom cruise movies it was like he doesn't look like reacher like he's thoroughly described perfectly <laughs> in the books i like like you said like this giant you know six foot whatever fucking hulking motherfucker really beat the shit out of somebody and then this tom cruise <laughs> <laughs> But I saw the first one. In no, no offense on short people, by the way. Yeah, no offense. Yeah. You know, it's we all no we we all look down on you, but you have to look up at us. So good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I felt you're gonna say that. Oh <laughs> uh, no! But the the top, I saw the first Tom Cruise movie in the theaters, and I I was like, all right, you know, like it's it's a Tom Cruise film. It's there's gonna be action. The plot isn't gonna be all that great, but at least you're gonna be entertained. Yeah, the second one I didn't even bother watching, but Reacher. There's a second one. Yeah, there's Reacher to you know even Reacher or something. I don't know what the fuck it was called, but (laughs) (laughs) but this fucking show, it's awesome. I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. He's so his or his reactions, his uh, (laughs) his one liners are just like. It's just great, you yeah. know. He's just he's just so I don't I don't know what to describe it. I don't want to say he's so American, but he's just so American, you know, like <laughs> honorable, like not not American as in what everyone thinks an American is, right? But more of an American as in he's straight, you know. He's quiet but carries a big stick. You know it's what, what I mean? we like, could be? FD, yeah, FDR <laughs> American, FDR era American, oh where God. he's like. He's honorable. He acts only when provoked. You know. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know. He's a wanderer. He's not yeah. really. Yeah, it's, it's, you said he's, he's a great actor. You said one liner, and immediately I went to the the scene in season one when he confronts the the one douche. He's all like, "You know why I got kicked out of the army? The uh, the army football team? <laughs> I was too violent." <laughs> it's like, oh my god, that would just set but, me te- like a chill down my spine. My favorite line is when he's at the motel and there's these three punks trying to intimidate him. No, four. There's four punks trying to intimidate him. And he's like, all right, like, all I see are three punks with broken hands. And it's like, there's four of us. One of you has to drive you home. <laughs> or drive to the hospital. Yeah. There's someone has to drive you to the hospital. I was like, oh, my God. If, if you saw Reacher walking towards you, like... I don't. I. I. I would f- not fight. No, <laughs> I, just, I, I don't know. If if I was a TV villain, I would like. Come on. He punches me once, and I like poop myself. Yeah. Or something like <laughs> you that. Just or... Die shitting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that scene actually, there is a parallel from the movie. There's a scene in the movie where he, you know, the mm. local 
bad guys hire a bunch of local thugs to try to beat a preacher and it's like a five on one and he's like it's three on one he's like why and he's like i'm gonna t- once i take you out i'm gonna take out the other two and then there's always one that runs away right and then like that's exactly oh. how it plays out how how much of a parallel because you watched the movies mm-hmm. and i have not <laughs> so how much of a parallel from season one is it to the movie is it like a one-to-one kind of thing because the from what you said about the the thugs uh tom cruise's one sounds shitty that sounds like too fluffy but <laughs> reachers is like you know sentence and another sentence and you're like oh crap (laughs) (laughs) um there are some parallels i know that um i don't know exactly what the the movie was based on you know like uh at the beginning of each episode it says based on the the book the reacher book that it was Mm. it was um based on but i don't remember what what or if any the was the movie was based on so there are some Mm. parallels with like character wise because it's like by the way, spoilers. I we still haven't finished season two, but I've just felt like it's it's such an amazing show, like that we could disseminate it as best we can without spoiling. But just in case, if we do spoil or something, spoil spoiler alert. Um, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. So with with Finley and Roscoe, the two, you know, mm, they're in the movie. Not necessarily in the movies, but their characters similar. There's mm. a a chief of like. A, a police sergeant or chief or whatever that's being a dick to Reacher. Um, it doesn't turn out with like Finley where they, they have like a mutual respect towards the end. It's that the dude's a black, uh, a bad guy. At, mm-hmm. So in the movie and in Roscoe, she's a play, I think she's a lawyer. So in the movie. So there's, you know, there's some parallels and stuff like that where, where I was like, wait, are they actually like legit just copying the story from the movie into the book? <laughs> 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 like from the movie into the show like no that, that, that thankfully it didn't happen but holy shit that season one was i was not expecting it honestly like you look at the quality of shows that amazon has been doing it's been up and down you know, whatever. um yeah and then the one thing that I, that i want to focus on is where we where there has been this embrace of in, in especially in hollywood what there really isn't that masculine superhero anymore right like like you look at mm-hmm. You want to, like, Batman, Superman, whatever. Those are fantasy. Who gives a shit about that? But, like, when is there, like, a John Wick character again that isn't just John Wick, you know? Yeah. I say not even John Wick, mm-hmm. where it's... John Wick feels like the child of 90s action films. Yeah. You know, if McClain and uh, if Rambo had a kid <laughs> and left him, you yeah. know, that that's John Wick. But for... Well, for Reacher, he does feel like those echoes of inspiration from the 90s action hero, but also this romanticization of what a man should be. You know, <laughs> not, not, not you know what I mean? Yeah, what a, like, look at him. He's massive. He does, he's, he only speaks in like, you know, when he's, he's spoken to kind of thing. It's very, uh, it's very like, he's very disciplined is what yeah. I'm saying. He's very a disciplined character, and it shows with his acting. He doesn't laugh a lot, but when he does, like scream at you, like you know you messed oh, up. Shit, <laughs> kind dude. Of thing. That scene, yeah. and I don't know if you've if you've been there. Um, did you see the cemetery scene in season two, the cemetery episode? I saw the last time. The last thing I saw was season two was the guy of what is that? The Terminator, uh, oh, the T one thousand. Robert, <laughs> fucking Robert something. Uh, right? Yeah. The, the bad, the bad corpo dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bad corpo dude called like, "What do you want, Mister Reacher?" And he's oh. like, "I want to throw you out, <laughs> out of an <laughs> helicopter." <laughs> and then it just, yeah, just and, cuts from there. 
the yeah. way the season two opened, it just like hooked you, right? Like spoiler alerts. It opens with some dude being thrown out of a out of a helicopter, and then like the story just mm-hmm. kicks off kicks off from there, and then like how it's interwoven yeah. between the the connection with not only Reacher of today but Reacher of the past, you know? Yeah, and yeah. honestly, yeah, I feel a like a lot of his stuff. I feel like this show it should be just adored by everybody because it's awesome, really well written, mm-hmm. really compelling characters. And it it clicks off the diversity fucking checkboxes that they want. You look at you look at Neely, <laughs> this super awesome you know strong feminine chick. Um, it just so happens that she's asexual. You know I don't care, but hey, you know whatever makes the the character more dynamic. And you look at Reacher, he's the 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 typical alpha male dude that just beats the fuck out of everybody. But he shows some restraint. There is some class there, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sh- not he, that. And he shows some, dare I say, uh, Chad-like wonder. <laughs> he's very, he's very simple, Reacher. If you're listening, no, I'm sorry, or what, your actor, Alan Richards. But you know, Richards? Alan, Alan Richardson. He's great, and I, I follow him on Instagram. And he's just like, look at this. Like they're playing D and D. Anyway, uh, season one where he wants pie, mm-hmm. and the whole season watching, just, just wants a, pie. The whole season he just wants pie, and it's great because it's like, dude, are you five? You know, like. <laughs> I just want pie. I came in here. I listened to a song. I just happened to pass by here. Mm. And uh, yeah, when he, he he has that classic brotherhood or that camaraderie. Yeah. And that's why he brings the, the his his division together. You know, he doesn't care who you are, where you come from and stuff like that. He's like, if you got a job to do, we're going to do a job. Right. Like, you know. Yeah. That's one thing with um, the, the fuck. I literally just forgot his name. Yeah. Um, the, the police captain from season one, where they yeah. first, like, obviously the, the circumstances where they meet, they think that Reacher is involved in some way or somehow. And because of his attitude, it just rubs them the wrong way. But towards the end of the season, you get you understand that there is a mutual respect for both within both of this the characters, you know, like Finley. There you go. Finley's character. Um, you know, this hard hitting, take no bullshit from anybody. Uh, I had to fight my way to the top attitude that he has and then Reacher's like fuck you I don't give a shit I'll just smash you to, to bits right now you know like the way he comes <laughs> off of. but it's not necessarily like yeah. in a mean and aggressive way you know you have to like yeah. what what it does in the first season very well with the flashbacks is establish him as a character and, and his his personality basically like he doesn't care about revenge or none of that he just wants to do what's right you know yeah yeah exactly he's very He's he's very true in his character, and yeah, him and Finley do rub heads a lot, and it, it to the point where I I like I like a lot of these characters because they're they're who they are. Like mm-hmm. even the bad guys, you know, there's not really any compromise. There's not any you know, they're they made their choice, and now they're gonna reap the consequences. Right? They kill season one spoilers, I guess, but you know. <laughs> Reacher goes to this town and he finds out that his brother has been killed, right? Mm-hmm. And he usually he just wanders into town, you know, eats some pie or does whatever the hell wandering soldier yeah. behemoths do. He's a, he lives the life of a drifter, basically. Yeah, pretty much. And he finds out his brother's that died. And he's like, no, that's it. This whole organization, <laughs> I'm going to burn this shit down. And whatever he does is towards that goal. Mm-hmm. And Finley, of course, is a man of law. And he has that's you can't burn down organizations, right? <laughs> Especially in a small town where people are getting massacred every day. So he has to do what's right with his moral code. And, you know, uh, 
the deputy has a moral code on her own, right? And mm-hmm. it, this, there's all these characters stick to who they are and only takes a super traumatic moment like Reacher's brother getting killed for him to shift his focus from a drifter to this freaking Rambo-esque, <laughs> scare-aroused character scare massacring people. <laughs> I mean, he, there's a, there's this scene where he's eating, like, barbecue, and I'm like, damn, Reacher, yeah, that dude, meat's looking good. I am, I am like, uh, like, I'm, he's, I think he's 6'4", six, 6'5", six, right, something like that. So he's oh just gosh. as tall as me, but he is built yeah. like an Adonis. I am not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then, like seeing the seeing the the show and stuff like that, it, like whenever he had like an eating scene, he would take like one or two bites, and then that's it. And I'm like, oh no wonder he has fucking self restraint. I don't. I'll be like, can I have another sandwich? Like, come on. Oh, you're right. You're right. He like eats. He took a couple of bites of that and then threw it away. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I like oh, only two Reacher. Only, I like the dynamics scoops. between um, Roscoe in the first season and and Reacher. You know, like Roscoe again. This other, this you know super badass chick. She don't she don't need no man. Um, but then they develop this relationship and Reacher being the the alpha dude and wanting to protect people. Like he naturally falls into that role and she always gives him shit. Until the scene where he's like, the last Reacher who cared about somebody died. And they're like, oh, yeah. my God, what the fuck? This dude is amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he shows a, an ounce of vulnerability. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if we're just dick riding the show. <laughs> but yeah, Right he, uh, away, dude, he's right just, away. He, he's just multifaceted. I, he, he takes a lot of the criticism of male roles and he kind of, it's like, uh, you're watching Supernatural, just not mm-hmm. to make a tangent, but you're watching Supernatural. I watched Supernatural, and the characters there fit those alpha male roles, right? Kill everything, you know. Mm-hmm. If you Ask hurt my family, later. I'll kill you too. Ask questions later, but there's an ounce of level of vulnerability, right? Mm-hmm. We don't really see McLean crying, <laughs> right? Or, <laughs> no. or Rambo. Or, well, Rambo you do, right? That's yeah. the whole... Well, the whole he's, he's mainly end. crying because he's like... Because of the PTSD and shit like that, you know, he's, he's not right. crying because he's massacring a bunch of Asian people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when Reacher says those lines, especially when it's those stoic characters, like in in Agents of Shield, it's always a uh, that tall dude, the guy who uh, likes weapons. I forget his name. Like a black guy. Um, uh, you oh, know what I'm talking um, like Agents. He's yeah, bald. Fuck. The, he's, yeah. He becomes well, the director towards the end, which is like, what? This is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I forgot his name, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that guy, he's a very stoic character, but when he, like, there's an emotional moment, he starts crying, mm-hmm. I start crying. Yeah. So thankfully, Reacher, I haven't watched the season two part of the other part of season two, but hopefully he doesn't, because I'll start <laughs> weeping like, like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to, like, spoil anything for you, but I, I understand what you're coming from, where, like, we're, as men, taught to, um, you know, bury everything you know we have to overcome our our emotions and stuff like that but sometimes it's okay to cry and being reacher like this the ultimate alpha dude that he starts crying or gets emotional when he's confronting comforting um his brother's lay when they find out what she tells him he tells her that she (laughs) that the cia yeah right like the cia uh, agent or whatever like they used to have a a thing and Mm -hmm. she just weeps and yeah, it's that stoic, uh, it's that stoic grief because you know Reacher. I- I'm assuming he doesn't cry, but you can feel it in his acting or his mm-hmm. emotions, right? And season two, uh, a lot of his comrades are getting killed off, 
and you could see him slowly getting dishinged, mm-hmm. right? You know, he's not thinking logically anymore. Mm-hmm. He's very emotional in it. They accuse one of his, one of their allies being a snitch. Yeah. And he's like, no, like, like a dad, right? Like, mm-hmm. no, he would never, right? Like I vetted him myself. He would never do that. Like, and this, we, we fought basically a war together. And did you see the episode in season two when he, when Finley <clears throat> comes back? Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, I did. I God, saw that part. That scene was amazing. Where, where, like, um, that one chick, she's like, "Can you trust them?" He's like, "Let's just say that if he was in the in the army, I would have asked him to be in the one ten. Yeah, this, that's, that, that's the oh that's my that, God. That is beautiful. That's the line that I was thinking of in yeah. my head. I was like, "Who the hell is this?" And it's freaking <laughs> Finley, and like. <laughs> Like, you're still wearing plaid, huh? <laughs> you're like you, you're still. Uh, what do you say? Like, like you're still collateral damaging yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, it's. Oh uh, yeah, I love it, it. I just feel like this show is what, you know, everybody who's pushing the the diversity agenda, which you know, I to some agree, some to some extent, I agree with, but. For me, it shouldn't come to the cost of writing good characters and great storylines, which is Reacher. You know, like I said, it checks off boxes that, that to fill the diversity quota, and the show is awesome. The characters are fantastic, you know? Yeah. Uh, see, I'm a little wobbly when it comes to, well, like, the diversity quota and stuff. And you're right. It's because when, when shows have that issue, it's usually pandering Mm -hmm. you know i I think of rise of skywalker or is it last jedi whatever you know the bad sequel movies where anything yeah where they are the ring yeah where they uh, (laughs) whoa 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 whoa. (laughs) but yeah you know you're you're right it's it's like prey Mm -hmm. where these characters are just the characters they are and whatever how they're written just shines Mm -hmm. right especially with finley and finley doesn't like to be touched right Mm -hmm. uh because no no nearly that Oh, Neely. Yeah, Neely. Is it Neely? Yeah. Oh, Neely. Finley. Finley's a dude. Finley's a dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Neely. Yeah, doesn't like, she does Neely, she doesn't like to be touched and like, and you said she's asexual as well. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't ro- railroad the narrative. Exactly. Right. It's it's not like, you know, you don't sit down and we talk about Finley's. And so there, but that's not to say there are shows or movies that do have to focus on that right Mm -hmm. if you have a show that is based on like the south you kind of have to uh, you know talk about how people have lived in the south you know slavery and stuff like that that when the medium calls for it definitely Mm -hmm. but you don't want to you know have a a like say star wars and then i don't know where like hey look at these lesbians kiss Mm -hmm. you know and it's kind of like it's it's cool but you didn't really you know it seems it yeah, feels it's, it's just, just like you said, it's railroaded. Horned. Like they they shoehorn that mm-hmm. in just to satisfy the to pander to an audience. Right. And I feel like right. the state of a lot of shows and a lot of movies. Like look at what's been going on in Marvel. You know, like we thought the the almighty powerful Marvel, and by mm-hmm. all all intents and purposes, you know the Marvels did shit. Echo is being shit on. You know all these shows that mm-hmm. are focused on which granted. They are amazing characters on the page, you know, like whatever is being lost in in the in the transition from page to on screen. Those people need to be fired because like, how the fuck do you you fuck up Miss Marvel? You know, like one of the pinnacle, like ultra superheroes of of the Marvel Universe. Like, how do you fuck that up? You know, but like, yeah, I, I haven't watched Echo, but yeah, I loved Miss Marvel because it, re- it revolved around that, like mm-hmm. her, her background. And stuff like that with the marvels you know not not to railroad ourselves into another discussion 
<clears throat> excuse me but that one was just they they didn't know what to do with that character mm. you know they just they wanted to catch up so badly and you could if you wanted to be a pessimistic view from it it's just to take a box because mm-hmm. you know wonder woman's coming up let's have captain marvel come out you know what i mean yeah. it's it, it feels like disingenuous to and this is her second movie you know, yeah. and, and it feels like she, there should be a third. <laughs> there should be a third movie. There should be something in the middle. But for some reason, and anyway, Marvel's is a whole different <laughs> Yeah. Like with Reacher, it's it's done a fantastic job to, to like character yeah. development. You saw how, how with Reacher, there is some character development and it's, it's, it's minor, but it's noticeable because of the way he is, right? He's like you said, stoic and stuff like that. But when he does get emotional, when, when he does care for people, when he doesn't kill somebody just for the, the purpose of killing them, you know, it, it gets to that, like, oh shit, you know, there, there's something actually deeper here than, than just a, a fucking, you know, a 240 pound bicep coming in, beating the shit out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that, like, a season I don't know why I didn't bring it up but season one is a perfect example right mm-hmm. Finley right fin- Finley is ta- if you want is it Finley right I'm getting yeah. their names confused <laughs> Finley the, the the black guy he he's basically in this rural southern town right mm-hmm. and he's treated as and he has his overqualified Super. right he has so much of these training and stuff like that but they still look down on him because he's from Detroit yeah. right and, and he's probably like maybe, because they, he's black as well Exactly, yeah. exactly. And you see that undertone, right? You mm-hmm. don't see someone sit you down like, all right, this is a, the racial social state in this town. You know, these cops hate these cops. It's just, it's awkward mm-hmm. in a good way because it's, you know, it's supposed to make you uncomfortable. Like he's basically the token black guy in their eyes and he's Ooh. never going to go up in stature, right? And then like it, and nothing gets done. Right? Yeah. He's, he sees a different view than they other cops do but they don't trust them because you know he's from another city but also that maybe the underlining undertones not yeah. maybe but the underlining undertones of he's black yeah and that scene when um i think it was the the second to last episode when shit was about to hit the fan and they start arresting they arrested finley they were trying to go after roscoe and then oh yeah yeah and then like the cop <laughs> fucking reacher comes in drives a, like pins him up against the the bars right and then Finley yeah. just gets out of the jail cell. He he was just getting worked over, so he's all bloody and stuff like that. But he fixes himself up and just watches the life go out in this dude's eyes. Yeah. That's that's all he does. He's just watching it just go blank. I'm like, holy shit! That I feel like that was worse than if he just like stabbed him or something. Like, holy shit, dude! That yeah. talking about sending a message. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's that. How was that part where the cops arrest him? Yeah, and yeah. when they beat him up, he's like, "Why did you tell me you're a cop?" No, 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 like no. This was, was, that, when, was that a different scene when they figure mm. out like who was behind everything and like that mayor dude who stepped in, like he, and then like Reacher shows up to the cabin, right? And then they have Finley at gunpoint, and it's um the mayor dude and the cop. So the cop takes mm. Finley to to the to the jail, and then like they're beating him up and stuff like that. And they're they were going to kill um, no the the FBI dude remember he takes Reacher to to try to find mm. the guy and then like Reacher right. fucks him up and, stuff, and then he goes back to the jail rescues Finley and that scene I was like I feel oh, like that yes, was yes yes yeah that was yeah he, that was he my favorite him. scene he, yeah 
he hits him with the car mm-hmm. and like he he's the the guy who's an asshole and mm-hmm. he's like he's bleeding out and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great <laughs> that was great. there's a lot was... there's a lot of moments where i'm like freaking kill him like <laughs> drown him like you know like the most horrible like freaking but the, at the end where you see the spoiled kid mm-hmm. who uh who jumped the gun and you know i think wasn't he the one who killed reacher's brother or he killed Richard's brother. Who, he killed his dad. He was yeah. basically like behind a lot of the murders. Yeah, a lot of the murders. And I was like, freaking burn him alive. <laughs> he burns him alive. And yeah. I was watching it. I was watching it with uh, like a friend of mine. And, and he's like, uh, like, he's like, are you a psychopath to me? Because I'm like, they should have stayed longer on him burning alive rather than cut away. <laughs> and I was, you know, show him like, yeah. you know, in agony, his eyeballs popping out. I was like, freaking kill him because yeah. you want the deaths to be more satisfying, right? Like, <laughs> and I feel like that's testament to the, the actor because fuck, did he play that character so well? Like the snotty rich dude who, who get get away with anything because his daddy's connected, right? And yeah, then when yeah. when shit starts hitting the fan, he starts to panic. And then when he's confronted with a, a, a literal force of nature, <laughs> he yeah, gets his yeah, comeuppance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, just show him more burning. Like, <laughs> let him suffer more, you know. Yeah. Like, you hurt Reacher, you hurt, you know, you, you hurt me. All right. Yeah, um, so is there anything you feel like it could improve? For season one or season two? Just overall as a show. Like what overall, of season one and what you've seen of season two? Season one, I really like season one. Like yeah. I really like season one just because how slow it was and how methodical it was with its character development. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't think uh, maybe pacing wise, just because of the how the structure is, you know, TV kind of binging style. I'm, I'm not sure if it came out all in one day, maybe. Mm-hmm. or Season one did. Just, Season, season one, one was came dropped. out on one yeah. day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See. Yeah. It does. It does lean into the binge model, mm-hmm. right? Which is I'm I'm a little wafty about because you know it's like you have ADHD when you're watching TV. Like I want to watch one next one, and it, the, each episode, if each episode is structured that way, it doesn't feel like each episode is. You know what I mean? It's it's a yeah. It's structured in a way to be watched all at once, not savored. You know, mm-hmm. you want to chug the, the wine down rather than just, you know, <laughs> smell it and savor it. Uh, in terms of season two, I, I got to say, I feel like season two is a step down. To really? One. Yeah, because okay. if season two, season, think about season one. Is he, He's the drifter. He comes in. Uh, he just wants pie. He gets arrested for a murder. It's his brother. And it just becomes this massive freaking crusade to wipe out this organization. Mm-hmm. Here it's along the same lines. His his comrades are killed. It's, but it's already to that conspiracy part. Yeah, you know it's already to that whole like I'm gonna hunt you guys down. So it feels like it's already in the act three of the show where it it's all holds bar. Like how do you even get higher than this? What's what's the yeah? Well, how, what is what is what like the government's involved? You know, mm-hmm. which they already stated in the first half of season two. That it's it's a it's a government uh, like, the, it's a missile system essentially, and mm-hmm. uh, it cannot it cannot be evaded or something, or it cannot be dodged. It, it's it's fire, and it will definitely hit the target, right? Yeah. And that's the whole government conspiracy that this other company wants to sell it to you know enemies of the state. Yeah. And like that that's do. really, that's 
that's that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that, that's that, that's really that's that's all of as big as it's gonna get. But for season one, you know, he's you learn these characters. Oh crap! There's a conspiracy. Finley gets on board. You know, the deputy gets on board, and like they don't know who to trust, and, <laughs> and it becomes this huge, it's huge deal. But you know, it's it's uh, it's Reacher and the Bros, mm-hmm. and maybe one traitor. Uh, last time, and <laughs> one Swan. traitor. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, def- one traitor and Swan. There's definitely a um, like a more of a build up in season one than in season two. Like you said, season two, it's boom, hit the r- ground running. Um, yeah, and and I understand where you're coming from with like I, I like the development of the characters, the storyline, have it played out, and you know, pique my interest and stuff like that. But for me, I'm just like he's beating the shit out of people and they, who did him wrong, who, who who went after his his comrades, like you said, like fuck it, you know, just give it to me all. Like yes, oh yes, all of it. Oh yes, it, oh yes. If you're coming from season one, this oh. feels less of a season two, but more of a you know compilation or like <laughs> like a side story. Yeah, a continuation exactly because you there's you just know that Reacher cares for these people and that's pretty much enough. Yeah, right. That's pretty much enough from what you've seen in the first season. But if you start season two, you know, if you're a monster and you start Reacher with season two and not season one, then it feels a little. You're like, okay, cool. He's killing everyone. All right. <laughs> All right. It's cool. Awesome. Stuff with that one chick. <laughs> and it's like, all right. Yeah. I, I like the, yeah. the, 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 like in the books where he's like, he could kill you with his bare hands. And that's what he does. He kills people with his bare hands. Like in, in season two. Yeah. He, when like when does he? No, like season one, right? He doesn't really actually fire a gun until like episode three or something like that, right? He's just snapping people's necks and stomping on their on the back of their heads <laughs> and shit like that. Yeah, yeah with pencils. He's yeah, throwing a fork. People. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't pick up a gun, but here he picks up a gun like the next immediately. Yeah. Hour, like ten seconds in, which I'm like, all right, you know, it's it, it's because it feels more of a, a companion season. Than mm-hmm. an actual next season. Okay. Like it feels filler. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, it feels I, like a filler season. I was reading the story, this article um, about season two, where the the person who wrote it was talking about like how season two was awesome, but they would like to see Reacher for season three. Like, hey, you know, he's a drifter and he just stumbles onto something. More of like season one. Um, which, you know, hey, I, I, yeah, you know, why not have it, you know, be like season one where he's like a drifter, you know, stumbles onto to, onto some, you know, massive conspiracy and shit like that. And season two, it's more of like an, uh, the story's already ongoing. There's people who, uh, who, who he knows, who he cares about that are involved. He gets dragged in some way, somehow. Um, so why not just alternate, you know, like have season one, season three be like the driftery type of more of the Re- Jack Reacher uh, scenario where... Um, a lot of people know from the books and stuff like that. And then the alternate seasons two and four would be, hey, there's just a story. The conspiracy is a lot bigger than you think. You know, you have to go in guns blazing from the start. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense where this season, I haven't watched the second half, you have. <laughs> but it feels like it's establishing, it's doing a Marvel <laughs> where it establishes <laughs> ongoing storylines. And then season three You'll you'll explore those oncoming storylines, so I don't know if it's gonna be like that. I'll watch the second half of the season two, but yeah, it does feel like it's 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 you know here's more characters, and mm-hmm. you'll probably see them in season three. 
Same with Finley. You know, you saw Finley here. And it's like, it's a small, very cameo S, but it's massive if you watch season one. So I feel like if there's season three, uh, another character shows up, it's like, it's massive because, mm-hmm. you know, that relationship yeah, we get future. That one chick who wants to bang him or the dude. Um, <laughs> that, that one dude with the brass knuckles he carries. Yeah, <laughs> like he shows up. As, he shows up as he's a three somewhere down the line or something, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's camping with his kids, mm-hmm. and Reacher happens to you know fucking big stumble thumb walks into, out of the out, out, of, the, <laughs> out yeah. of the forest, walks, and it's just Reacher. Yeah. <laughs> he's just Reacher, and he's like he has his gun out yeah. or his brass. I love that all of them have their custom guns, mm-hmm. and they all have well, like they're not custom guns, but they're preferred weapons. And you know he has brass knuckles. So I remember when they were they were fighting in the house, and I was and he gets his gun knocked away. The guy with the brass knuckles. And I was like, "You're screwed," because he he reaches into his pocket yeah. and puts <laughs> brass knuckles. I'm like, "You're you're done, bro." <laughs> yeah, and like if you want to dig in deeper into like the 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 reasoning and the psychology of why he carries brass knuckles, you just look at him compared to all the other you know members of the of the one tenth. Uh, which was like the special military cops that yeah. that Reacher was in charge of, and he's like the smallest dude. Yeah. Even compared to the to Neely and the other chick, he's like really tiny. Uh, like I'm sure he would still beat the oh, shit out of me. Oh, so it like, makes sense. Up. Yeah. So it makes sense that he has some extra backup. Yeah. You know, like he he might not pack like um, a fucking you know like getting hit by a dump truck like Reacher, but he might. <laughs> <laughs> so he needs that extra juice. You know. <laughs> what scene? That I love, I, I laugh at so much is when they're at the officers' club, and they want, uh, they want the, I forget Neely. Yeah. Right? They want Neely to leave because she's an NCO, which is essentially you know not an officer. Right? Yeah. Officer is a lieutenant and above, and she's like I think she's like a master sergeant, and they want her to go. And there's a whole brawl and yada yada yada, and Reacher throws somebody out the window. He freaking <laughs> in in the most like you said uh, Sasquatchy way. He leads out of the window and just. Starts beating the shit out of this dude, and I'm like, bro, that's like, if that was me, I'm like, dude, all right, you stop. win, like, stop it, <laughs> like as I try to choke the blood out of, like, stop, uncle, god uncle, damn, uncle. <laughs> and I try, and I try to slap his face, like, ha yeah. <laughs> slapping your face. The 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 actor who plays Reacher, Alan Richardson, like, I've only ever seen him in, you know as B roles and stuff like that. I remember I was watching um, Brooklyn nine, nine and he played young Scully. I think it was. And if you know that, oh. if you know that, um, that show like Scully, like this fat, lazy cop that doesn't want to do anything. But like when the flashback, it's this handsome jacked, like looking dude. <laughs> that just wants shit. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Not even the same height. Yeah. I'm assuming this cop is like shorter. He's like six something. I've only yeah. seen him. And I've only seen him in American Pie, one of the Mer- movies, American Pie. American Pie. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, he's in there as one of those bro college students. It's mm. like, bro, aren't you going to nail that? Like, I was like, damn, Reacher in college was a, a whole different character. <laughs> that. Oh, man, it's it, this show is awesome. I'm not, not going to lie. I was, I was, I was going to say I was um, shocked by how good it was, but I was surprised, you know, like, and it gives me hope. It gives me hope that the Fallout series is going to be dope. Yeah, you know, yeah, like let's, absolutely. Let's let's you know let's take examples of what what's worked with the Reacher. You know, like great characters, great storyline, fantastic action se- sequences. Just have that 
move it on to Fallout. <laughs> you know, like don't give me any of those, <laughs> any of those like diversity for diversity sakes bullshit. None of that. So make it sure that the characters and the storylines are good first, and then you know cast whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah, and if there is that stuff, just don't make it shoehorned. Do yeah. like lean into it. Do justice <laughs> to it is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Don't don't just like oh yeah. They, that yeah. chick likes girls. Yeah, anyway, give, give you know them the, I mean? the respect they deserve. Yeah, 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 exactly. You don't want to. You want to have the storyline integrate. You don't want it just to be there, just for there. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. What would you give it overall? Season one and season two. Mm. Well, <laughs> I've only watched. Well, that yeah, just season, season one. You've only watched season one. See, oh, season one is it's like a nine. Nine in terms of TV shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty nine eight point five. Yeah, I was thinking eight, nine, somewhere in there, the same. It's just, it's so entertaining. And, the, like, the things that do bother me a little bit, it's it's just it's, oh, so much good that it doesn't really matter, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's when it is good. It's mm-hmm. when there are holes, but it's when something's bad and your mind wanders, then you notice stuff. But exactly. if it's something that fits, because it's a story, you know, it's there's there's now a six, seven bro going around, you know, middle America beating up <laughs> corporate bad. You know, that's it's a, a whole story and you kind of have to fit in that box. But if that box has nothing interesting to have and you start looking at the corners and then that there's a roof and, you know, stuff, then the story is bad. But if you just you notice those small bits, but then get distracted by a story, then it's 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 it feels like the story is it's doing its job. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks for listening, man. It, it was a fun conversation, and hopefully everybody enjoyed. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> uh, reach out, you know. We, we that's one thing for twenty twenty four. We want to do is push for more uh, the fan, the listener interaction. So reach out. You know, our email is popsalsa underscore hq at outlook yeah, and if, if, like Joe said, if you want to give us some more feedback, you can check out our link tree or wherever you're listening to us. Just give a rating or review. You're, you'd be surprised on how much it helps us grow the show and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it, it helps us steer the show in a direction that, that our listeners want, it, It's which yeah. is, is what we want is what, you know, want to, we're, we're doing this for you. And, and if you guys provide feedback, then the only thing that would do is good from what come from it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Joel. I'm Ernesto. And we'll catch you next time on Pop Salsa. Pop Salsa.